Well, um, we will still be coming from Ephesians 1. And um, the series that we're doing is um, In Him. In Him. N-I-N Him. H-I-M. And we're talking about Jesus, y'all. That's, that's, that's all we got to talk about is Jesus. And, and, and the benefits and the blessings of being in Christ, in him. Um, that's what this series is about. And last week, um, uh, we, we uh, talked about, uh, from the topic, we were elected. Again, this is Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. Um, and last week, it came from Ephesians 1, the third through the sixth verses. And the question that we asked was, what is God's purpose for us? That's one of the enduring questions that most of us have on this earth. Why did God, what is God's purpose for us? And the answer that was presented in this scripture is, was to be holy, to be blameless, um, which also meant to be without blemish, and then also to be children of God through Jesus. And then um, I tried to leave you with this thought. Be who you were elected to be. Be who you were elected to be. Um, If you would like to hear that sermon, you can find it on our website, sjbcla.org slash sermons, slash sermons. And um, you can catch that website and that message and, and essentially every other message that we've preached for the last five years. Um. But please check that out. So we're still in Ephesians. Ephesians, the first chapter. And if you don't know where Ephesians is, um, it is in the New Testament, the New Testament section. Um, And you're going to see Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, and Ephesians. If you see anything else, you've gone too far. If you still don't know where it is, you'll find it in the table of contents. Every Bible has a table of contents. Look in the New Testament Testament section and you will find Ephesians. Um, The book of Ephesians, the first chapter, the third through sixth verses. And I know that uh, the heat is picking up, so I will continue to move forward. Uh, But thank God for our deacons. We have water today. Amen. Uh, so for those of you that need water, um, and I would say actually right now, if you need water right now, um, uh, we ask that you would just, um, yeah, raise your hand. The deacons um, will attend to you. Um, I would say get your water now before we start preaching. Amen. Uh, Ephesians, the first chapter, the seventh through the eighth verses. That's where I'm going to be coming from today. Amen. All y'all ready and I'm not ready. Amen. Man, pray, pray for me that my that my notes work today. Amen. Last week, uh, my notes cut out of me on the in the middle of the sermon. Uh, but thank God that uh, He doesn't need notes in order to get His point across. Amen. Ephesians, first chapter, seventh through eighth verses. I'm just going to go ahead and read it out of the New King James Version. You'll find similar words printed in your text. It says, in him. Let's everybody say that. In him, 
we have redemption through his blood. Let me say that one more time. In him, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he had which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. The title of the sermon that I would like to come, uh, that I would like to present to you today is We Were Redeemed. We Were Redeemed. Now, in order to um, preach this, um, I, need, I need to borrow something um, relatively valuable from someone. Uh, who, whoever is willing to give me something. Uh, okay, your phone, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. We have one of our deaconesses who uh, volunteered her phone. And what she doesn't know is that I am now officially holding this phone for ransom. And if you want this phone, to, uh, Deaconess Stevens, I'm going to need you to give me $1,000. One, <laughs> $1,000 for the phone. Um, and I, again, I said it, but this is known as a ransom. I'm holding this phone for ransom. Now, this is Deaconess Stevens's phone. But life has it as such that now I got it. <laughs> and I can do what I want with it. Unless she gives me $1,000. And, and, and that's, that's the, the whole idea of a, a ransom is, 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 is if you want it back, right, you got to pay a price. Check. Mike, check. There we go. There we go. Amen. Um. So the process of getting this back, if Deaconess Stevens so, so chooses, if she wants this back, the process of giving me what I want is called redeeming. If she wants to, in a sense, buy this back, she is redeeming it. And again, we're, uh, the whole point of redemption is to buy it back, right? Now, if she were at the store and she bought it, it would just be a purchase. Y'all see that? But because she is hers and, and now it's mine and, and, and if she wants it, she needs to redeem it. She needs to buy it back. Why am I saying this? It's because the gospel is about the redemption of souls. 
and the redemption of souls, as presented here, is talking about buying us back. God uh, 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 bought us back. So my question is, how does God buy us back? How does he redeem us? And, 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 and to, to understand how he redeems us, to understand the whole point of the gospel, you know, the gospel is, is said to be good news, right? But you realize that in order to have good news, you got to understand what the bad news is, Right? You know, you know, when we say that Jesus is the answer, you know, an answer demands a, a question, right? So, so let, let's get into it. What, what, what got us in this situation where God needs to bring us back? We have to know the situation. See, we were always supposed to be for God. Are we on the same page here? Way back in Genesis, God uh, uh, designed us and, uh, after, and molded us after his image. He called us to, to rule over the earth and to subdue it and to produce a, a, a fruit. That's what, that's what um, uh, uh, we were designed to do. And so God made us in his image, but something happened. To where God needed to buy us, redeem us, uh, buy us back or redeem us. And that thing that happened is that out of our own free will, out of our own choices, that, 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 that we decided to go against what God um, had commanded. And that is called sin. See, we were always supposed to be for God. But we chose to sin. Adam and Eve had it good and, and everything was there, but they chose to listen to the voice of the serpent. They chose to eat of the fruit of the tree. They chose to go against God's commandments. And I, explain, and I say over and over that it was a choice because sometimes we like to blame Adam and Eve for everything wrong. And, and we know that they, 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 caught, they started and caused a whole lot of problems. However, that's part of the problem, is that we like to blame other people for how we messed up. We like to blame our mom for not being loving, so therefore we have a hard time committing. We like to blame our father for not being there, so therefore we have a hard time uh, uh, keeping things down. We like to blame our, our bosses. We like to blame our enemies on the street. We like to blame society. We like to blame certain races of people. We like to put the, point the finger at everybody else. But when was the last time Adam and Eve held a gun to your face and told you to get drunk? When was the last time your dad came to your house and told you uh, 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 that you need to quit your job and, and, and just be a bum? When is the last time somebody else, the, the, the society, has, has forced you uh, uh, to go sleep around with so-and-so and, and who's, whoever? When's the last time they forced you? It was our choice. 
And understand, I'm, I, I understand that there are times when we have, you know, been forced into things that we have not wanted to do. But it ain't every time. We chose to go against God's will. We chose to disobey what was right. We chose these things. They did not force us. We chose these things. And because of our choices, because of our sin that we committed, we were separated from God. So we were designed for God. But because of us, now we're not with God. It's a little different than this phone I got here. See, I, 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 uh, I tricked, you know, Deaconess Stevens to give me this phone, although she did willingly give it. However, some of us wanted to be on this side. Some of us wanted to be separated. Some of, we, we wanted a, a life away from sin. And, and, and God in all of his right could have said, well, if that's what you want, that's what you get. We, we chose it, right? Uh, uh, somebody once told me um, or somebody once said that, you know, God is, is the perfect gentleman because he really, in the end, he gives you what you want. You know, if you want life with God, he'll give it to you. If you don't want life with God, he'll also allow that to happen. God could have left us in our mess. He could have left us as disobedient to God. He could have left us on our way to hell. He could have left us, but he chose to redeem us. He chose to, to, to come back, he chose to declare that we were not worthless, that we were not dust, but that, 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 that he would make the effort to redeem us. Now, here's the thing is, in order to redeem us, there is a price. The price to redeem this phone has now jumped to $2,000. Oh, yeah. And there's a point where Sister Stevens is going to say, you know, you know, maybe it's not worth it. The wages of sin is death. And to redeem us would require a sacrifice. It would require death. And I'm sorry, y'all, but not everybody willing to die for you. No, I'm saying that for myself. I realize there's people that love me. There's people that say they with me, but if it come down to it, I mean, if it really come down to it, nah, nah, but how does God win us back to him if the penalty is death? Verse, uh, 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 oh, Lord, I've, help me, Lord. I've, there we go. There we go. Verse 7, it says, in him, Ephesians 1, 7, it says, in him we have redemption, what? Through his 
blood. And we are talking about the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, Jesus was good, y'all. He's in heaven. He didn't need nothing. He didn't, there was nothing he, he, he desired and couldn't have. God was good. The Son of God was perfect. But for some reason, he decided to come down to this earth and hang on a rugged cross in order to give his life for us, in order to, uh, 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 to pay this debt that we owed. Uh, that's where the saying, you know, Jesus paid it all, and all to him I, I owe. Something was needed for that transaction. Something was needed for, for, uh, to buy us back. And that was, and something needed to die. And instead of us dying for our own sins because we're not worth it, Jesus came down and bled on the cross and died on the cross for you and for me. His death, as the verse says, brought forgiveness of sins. Keep reading. Uh, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Jesus' death brought forgiveness of sins. But the story doesn't end there. Because Jesus did die, and Jesus was buried. But on the third day, Jesus was raised from the grave. That means that he is alive like you and I are alive right now. And why is the, the resurrection so important? Because, see, the death, the death uh, was the payment for that sacrifice. But in order uh, for me to give you back this phone, I've got to accept that sacrifice. I've got to accept the money you give me, right? Jesus' resurrection was proof that God accepted the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So we're not just talking, you know, out the side of our neck, as some people say. There is proof that God approved what Jesus did on our behalf. Why is that important? Because of the next part. It says, uh, in him, verse 7, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the richness or the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us. See, when we have this new life, we live by grace. We live in the richness of his grace. This is why Paul tells us to, uh, Peter tells us to uh, grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because it is this redemption that changes everything. See, not only are we uh, bought, back, uh, uh, bought back to God, not only are we uh, um, uh, uh, going to heaven for those of us who accept Jesus Christ as Lord, not only that, but there are practical benefits on earth. 
So you're able to forgive those who should be unforgivable. You're able to move forward in life and not be stuck. It is absolute proof that you have value no matter what your parents said, no matter what your teachers said, no matter what your bosses say, no matter what your society says, you have value because God, the, the God of the universe, sent his son to die for you. This changes everything about our lives. So as I close, you know, the question, you know, the natural question that would come up is, you know, again, with this phone, you know, if it's, if it's ours, right, why should we have to pay it back or buy it back? Why would Sister Stevens give me $3,000 because the price went up? Why would she give me $3,000 for this phone? Why would she do it? Even though she already owns it, she already paid for this. Why would she give me $3,500 for this phone because the price continues to rise? Why would she do it? If there were some memories in this phone, if there was some information on this phone that was very valuable to her, she would pay the price. Why? Because sometimes it's worth it to pay extra. Y'all realize God is buying us back, right? But he doesn't have to. And this is what I want to leave you with. Jesus paid extra for you. Jesus paid extra for you. You were already his. But because of us, we separated ourselves from God. We chose to sin. We chose to walk away. Even after all the things that God has blessed us with and, and given and, and set up for us, we have cho chosen to walk away from God. But God saw it fit that even though we were yet sinners, that Christ would die for us. Jesus saw our value when he was being tortured. Jesus saw our worth while they were making fun of him, while he was hanging on the cross between excruciating pain and, and suffocation every single millisecond. Jesus did all of that. Why? Because 
He thought you were worth it. Jesus paid extra for you.